Turn it up. You're listening to Live and Loud with the Lord, Nelson, that is. This idea of FOMO, right? It's this fear yep. of missing out. And a lot of us just need to get over ourselves, that part. quite frankly. That's we need true. to just understand that if you're looking for someone to add value to your life, right. there's always going to be another option. Oh, right. Right. There's always going to be you another option that you think is a better option, but what is your ultimate goal? What is the outcome that you want? And if you want to build a family, if you want to have something committed, someone comfortable with you, uh, something stable, then you're going to have to get past your, your mm-hmm. undisciplinedness, mm-hmm. if that's, that's a word. Right. And actually understand, like, mm-hmm. I'm always going to be a fine, it's always going to be a finer girl. Yeah. It's always going to be a better looking okay, dude. Are you just going to keep chasing? Yeah. You're going to keep chasing right. your tail? And you're ladies keep and gentlemen, not- ladies and gentlemen, once again, you know who it is. It's the Lord. Nelson, that is, hi, from the podcast, Live and Loud with the Lord on the CMS Network with five Royals Entertainment. So, ladies and gentlemen, I have another special guest. This young man here is an amazing individual, and so... You know, with certain guests, well, let me say all guests, I like to read off a little bit about this guy because I got to big him up, man. He's he's family, you know? So I got to big this, this young man up. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm so honored to have this next guest. This young man is a great author, husband, father, brother, and son. He is truly educated beyond his years and has helped so many, including me, <laughs> understand what a relationship should be, is, and is not. He is certified, he's, excuse me, he is a certified life and relationship coach and a reality expert. And a lot of us need a reality check. Not me as much as you guys, but (laughs) a lot of us need it. (laughs) So we are here to discuss his book, Teach Me How to Love, Why What You Don't Know Will Hurt You. And I'm praying you order his book and hire him to help you in your relationships if you need it. And, and, uh, you know, so without further ado, I'd like to welcome to the show, Live Alive with the Lord, Mr. Troy Sprite. What's up, Mr. Lord? Hey, man, I appreciate appreciate you being here, man. I really do. So let's get into it. First two questions, as always. Where are you from, young man? Hey, I'm from originally from Columbia, South Carolina. Columbia. From the metro. <laughs> from the metro. Living in awesome, Charlotte. Awesome. So, so, so what's the best thing about being from there? Man, I think it's just... Columbia is one of those cities where it's like it's it's uh it's a little bit country but a little bit city. So you get a taste of both types of people. It's not too bougie, but it's not too country in some places. Yeah. Um, so I, I liked it, man. I liked now what I didn't like was that that humid weather. <laughs> in the summers. Man, you you melt in Columbia in the summers. Well, you you know you're gonna have that, no doubt, no doubt. All right, so let's get into let's let's discuss discuss your amazing book. Mm-hmm. Who did you write this book for? Man, I wrote it for a little bit of everybody, frankly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but really, it's for that person who uh, has been in relationships, and, but they're tired of being on the emotional roller coaster, right? Because they just can't quite get it right and need a new blueprint, right? Mm. Because most of the time, we only know what it is that we saw growing up. That's wow. our art of learning relationship. And sometimes that don't work. <laughs> um, and so I feel like we like we're taught everything else but how to exist in relationships, how to date, how to be in relationships. Like everything else we Learn in school, right? Mm-hmm. But no one teaches us this. So that's why I wrote it for the person that's looking for answers. They're looking for a new, a new path, a new, uh, some new results when it comes to dating and relationships. That's why I wrote it for. Awesome, awesome. 
So being in a healthy and loving and caring marriage as you are, how do you see the landscape of relationships today? I love you, Benji. So we love you, I'm saying. Want yeah. you to love me. Huh. Relax your mind, take your time on me. Yeah, relax your mind, baby. Yeah. It's, I always say this, man. The more they change, the more they remain the same. Okay. Right? But there's still two people that want to be together because mm -hmm. we desire each other, men and women. Mm -hmm. I think right now, though, in the space, everybody's fighting to be heard. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? So it's like we just fighting against each other, trying to be heard, but we really just desire each other. We want to be loved. People want companionship. They still want commitment, no matter how much they talk like they don't. Mm -hmm. I know they still do. And so uh, to the, the state of it today, I think we have more resources, but we're almost getting more ignorant, which is crazy. Mm. Right. So we, we can understand, we can learn more about it, but we have so much ego that we just think we got it all figured out. And what people do is they go to the spaces on the Internet or to the friends that who, who just confirm what they want to believe to be true. Right. Right. Instead of going to the source of the person in which they should be trying to understand more. Mm. You know what I mean? yeah, so that's real. what it is right now. That's real. So, so the, the, the younger generation, mm -hmm. are they lost or just happy with living in the moment? Man, I think it's a little bit of both. I think one of the things I do enjoy about the younger generation is that freedom, right? Mm -hmm. they, they have the freedom to explore different types of relationships, um, explore themselves more. You see what I mean? Like they, right. they do self-work we probably did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> but at the same time, they have FOMO like crazy, so fear of missing out. Right. Because they have access to so many people. They're always head always on the swivel. So what it does, it, it keeps them in a lot of surface level relationships. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? They never really get to intimacy because they're so busy looking for the next best thing. Who looks better? Who got the bigger butt? And yeah. who's got the most money? All right. those kind of things. So I, I feel like that generation is a little bit lost in the way in terms of building real intimacy. But they're not necessarily lost in terms of how to meet people because people are everywhere. Right, indeed, indeed. Well, well, the, the older generation seems to be going through it too. So, in your expert opinion, why are a lot of them divorcing and breaking up? Oh man! So uh, again, they have access that they never had access to before. Uh -huh. <laughs> the old folks know they they on social media, right? So right they go from high school that they never had a chance with. You know, they revisit them. They go in on you know plenty of fish and all these date apps, and they see right. all. These, I think it's fools gold. It's mm -hmm. cool, though. It's like, I have more access to all these people, but yet I can't get what I truly desire, which is intimacy. So I think a lot of them are getting divorced, too. There's, other, there's other, another side of this, too, though. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are getting divorced because they finally are seeing their value, too. Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? And they mm -hmm. finally see that they're in a relationship where it's not two people working. Right. right? And, they're, and instead of being, like, completely dependent on each other, where it makes it hard to leave, mm -hmm. they're now saying, you know what? I got my own now. Women yeah. and men. Right? So I can go. And men are starting to learn their value more. Women start to learn their value a little bit more. But at the same time, you know, I, I think we still want each other. Indeed, I indeed. Uh, no, no, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. So when it comes to relationships, what's the hardest thing or things to deal with? Yeah, to me, it's it's it's, it's going to sound really cliche, but it's real. It's just communication. That's yeah. the hardest thing to deal with because, number one, we don't develop the skill of communication very well, mm -hmm. right? Most of our communication is conflict. 
right? And uh, criticism and things like that. That's communicating, and it's really not. So developing that skill is hard. But number two, true communication requires that you release your ego a little bit, right? Mm. And also requires true vulnerability. And those are two things we still scared of, right? <laughs> ego, vulnerability, those things people still running away from because they're so worried being judged or uh, being mm. seen or all that other kind of stuff. So I feel like if we can get that part right and actually truly communicate with each other, seek to understand each other mm-hmm. and listen to each other, yeah. we're going to be a lot better. <laughs> Oh, that's real. Ladies and gentlemen, you better listen. This guy right here knows what he's talking about. That communication is so, is, is real, 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 real deal. So uh, expectations. Have the dynamics of a social media-driven world changed our expectations of what a relationship is or should be? Oh, that's a good question. And that's the world yeah. of Instagram and selfies, people have forgotten about mental stimulation. Here are five ways to mentally stimulate someone. Number one, listen to them. It shows that you're attentive and that you care. Number two, be flirtatious without being sexually explicit. Sexual subtleties are always more stimulating. Number three, create a whole vibe. Make sure your place smells good, make sure it looks good, and has sexy music. Number four, be able to keep up in conversations. That's sexy. And number five, keep them laughing and thank me later. Right? <laughs> I think uh, one of my friends uses the word presentation shifts. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, one of my friends today, Samantha Lee, and she talks about how. Um, right now, it's all what looks good for the internet. Right. Right. So it's like, can I post? Who can post the best picture? Who can look like they're the most in love? Yeah. Uh, who? What does the gram say? You know, mm-hmm. what does Facebook say? Versus like actually loving on each other, mm-hmm. right? Being in true connection with each other. You have people. You see it. I mean, you will be at a restaurant. You see two people on the phone. They not right. even talk to each other. But if you look their Instagram page, oh, they look like they have. <laughs> You see what I mean? There's no real true connection. So I think expectations have changed. People think, like, think about it like this, bro. If if you are a young man right now having to propose, mm-hmm. think about how much pressure it is on you to make it look like this big production. Right. It used to just be good enough to commit your life to a woman. Yes. Now yes. you got to have a whole production with a video camera crew. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly, you know, made. The ring got to be amazing so she can fly it on the internet. Right. And it's like, is it really about us or is it really about the show? Yeah, man, the show. The show, man, I love that because it's definitely what that is now. It is about the show, man, with a lot of people. And, you know, of course, I'm older. So, you know, it was about, man, I want to I want to be in love. You know, I want that respect. I, I do want that communication. And it's difficult. It was difficult back then. You know, it was even more difficult now. This is my opinion. Yeah. You're the expert, though. That's why I want you on here, man, to talk because I think real, a lot of people real. need this conversation right here. So, yeah, sure. now this this might touch a little, uh, you know, a few few young ladies, but I'm gonna ask you a question though. So, why does it seem like educated women are finding it so hard to find the right one? Ooh, man, it's, it's, it's such a multi, that's a multi layered question, right? Mm. So, it's it's a couple of things. Uh, the first thing first is the more educated women become, the higher their standards are for men, right? Mm-hmm. They want men in the same income bracket as them. Right. They want have the same like have similar goals and ambitions right mm-hmm. so men have that raised a level you know to meet them where they are a lot of times right mm-hmm. so that's that's a part of it so i think sometimes they may struggle because they think hey i've, I've surpassed certain men because right. of my education level which i don't mm-hmm. think is always true i think what happens ultimately is we forget how each other contribute to a relationship mm-hmm. beyond monetary stuff you see what i mean yeah. now, the other thing is a lot of women they think that men desire the same things they desire, 
right, in terms of uh, what attracts them to a mate, right? right? So the women, a lot of women will think the more educated I become, right, the more money I make, the more a man should want me. Right. When men aren't necessarily I think y'all want to believe that all men care about is looks and sex, but that's not true. In fact, here are three questions that quality men that are looking for relationships are asking about you when they... Number one, how do you make him feel in your energy? More importantly, does he feel valued? Does he feel important? Does he feel respected? Does he feel appreciated? Number two, can he have fun with you? Do you have a personality or are you boring? Number three, can he take you around important people in his life? Meaning, do you look good? Is your energy good? And can you play well with others? Well, Troy, what about women who's, who's feminine? I want a woman who's nurturing. I want a woman who um, can help make my house a home, can help breed my children, right? Yeah, yeah. Men, men are attracted to those things still. Right. But women are saying, oh, I got education and money, so you should want me. So what they do is they say, well, men are just intimidated by me. Mm. Right? So that's the common go-to. Instead yeah. of saying, you know what, let me figure out what men actually desire and want. And let me try to provide some of those things as well, even though my education is still relevant. Right. You know what I mean? It's still relevant. It's still wanted. It's still desired. I mean, nobody wants a bum, right? <laughs> Try to meet the men where they are and what they desire. So if you desire them and they desire you, let's figure out what each other wants. So I think a lot of women, that's why they have a hard time. And then another part of it is this. Let's just be honest. A lot of women say they want a man, but they don't want to work for them. Mm. You see what I mean? And so they won't even leave the house. Right, right, right. <laughs> They'll say, you know, if a man wants me, he should just do all the work. And men are like, I think men are starting to understand the value at a higher level now. They're realizing, I don't have to, I want reciprocation. Yes. So, and, 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 and uh, chase and chase and chase and chase and chance, right? Right. I, what I need from you is to be an active participant in that. And some women haven't quite adjusted to that. Mm. That's real deal, man. No, I just want to ask that question. There's no disrespect to all the amazing women of the world. We're not, we're not tripping on you. Just keeping it real and staying true with it. So are mm -hmm. men just dogs or would men, you kind of answered this. So are men just dogs or would most men like to be in a healthy monogamous relationship? Yeah. I think a lot of us would be. So let me, let me so I, I don't think men are just dogs, right? right? I think men are just built differently than women, right? right? So I think men want companionship. They right. want commitment. They want to build families. They want to establish legacies. They want to do all those things, right. right? So men aren't just dogs. I think men are just, men, men can compartmentalize a lot better. Mm -hmm. So we can, you know, men can be with different women, multiple women, compartmentalize that, and they, they don't all run together. They don't right. think every person that they meet is going to be their wife. Mm. You see what I mean? Sometimes that gets correlated with being a dog. <laughs> but really, he's exploring his options, is what, is what he's doing. So it's like, oh, well, he's for the streets or whatever. He's just exploring his options. I'm not saying he should be sleeping with all these. I'm mm. just saying, you know, men will explore their options because they don't get nearly as attached as fast. You see what I mean? And so what ultimately happens is women say, oh, all men are dogs. Well, I know plenty of men that are in their relationship. They're happy, they're healthy, they're doing all the things they should be doing for right. their wives. They're staying committed to them. They're building families together. But the internet, <laughs> think that men just don't have any kind of discipline or any kind of focus or men, you know, right. don't do this relationship thing right. I think that's a, that's a false thing. Hey, man, as much as we love the uh, internet, you know, the pros and cons, it's, it, it can be the... It can't be the devil now. <laughs> it oh, yeah. is something else, man. It is definitely something else. So you, you kind of touched on it. So so how can we bridge the gap between men and women? You know, how can they bridge the gap? I'm good. You're good. I'm going to say <laughs> so how can we bridge? How can they bridge the gap, you know, to fix these relationships? Oh, yeah. 
I mean, I think the, the, the number one thing, the easiest thing we can do is listen to each other. That's it. And stop meeting each other with from a place of defensiveness and from a, and start meeting each other from a place of curiosity. Yeah. I want to learn more about you. I want to learn more about how you think. I want to learn more about what you desire, right? Um, I think we got to do that and stop, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Stop pushing our agendas onto the other the other sex or the other gender, right? Like start yeah. to listen to each other. That's the number one thing. Number two, we just got to get real with each other. Mm-hmm. Like real honest, real authentic, real vulnerable with each other so that when we are communicating, it's actual of substance and it's not just what each other want to hear. Right. You know, right. I think that's the key to this too is that's how we're going to bridge that gap. And number three, we got to stop being so defensive about everything. <laughs> but we think everything's like this personal attack when really it's just the other person's trying to express themselves and trying to be heard by you. So, so if you sit back and you receive what the other person's trying to tell you, then you might actually learn something. You know, I think that's how we're going to bridge the gap. Listening and communication, man. Once again, you, you, you're back to it talking about it. And that's something that's so real, man. You got to be able to understand that person or just even take the time to listen and want to listen, you know? And not just trying to get your point, of, you know, across to somebody else. So, man, listen, I'm vibing with you. I'm not saying that goes on in my relationship, but you know, my relationship is perfect. <laughs> hey, you can't. <laughs> so, do you find that relationship issues are basically the same no matter race, religion, color, or creed, gender, or sexual orientation? Are they all just the same thing across the board? Yeah, it's it's the same stuff. People like to make it seem like it's not. It's it's all human, mm-hmm. right? It comes down to human ego. It comes down to human desires. It's everybody's doing the same thing, right? It's like everybody's arguing about the same thing. They're fighting to be heard, fighting to be understood, fighting for the other person to treat them a certain way. Right. Uh, that's all it is. I don't see huge differences. Mm. When I do, no matter what types of couples I'm talking to or what types of people I'm talking to. Right. I mean, I can really write a list of the most common relationship issues and they all, they, they go to each type of party the same way. Yeah, yeah. I always used to think it was just me. I always yeah. used to be like, man, and then, you know, I talked to all my friends and like, man, you're not the only one, man. What are you talking about? And mm-hmm. so I, I just used to be like, man, I, I, am I going crazy? They was like, you're not going crazy. We're all going crazy. It's just what it is. And so I'm just like, <laughs> You know, but still, once again, you know, reading the book, you helped me out so much in, in, in certain areas for me to be better and me to listen more, me to understand. So I really appreciate it. it was, you know, it's a great read. And uh, I, I want to hold it up right now, but the young Jay Parker has the book. So yeah, there you go. Put yeah, put it up there. See that right there, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, when we put this out, we're going to have it everywhere. Yeah, but TV, look, look at it. And look look at that young man right there. He's just ready for you, man. He's ready to help you. He's ready to help you. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. No, no, you're not trying. You're doing, man. You're doing, man. And I appreciate you. So what is one thing we can all do to be in a better relationship other than just listening? Is there anything else? Oh, man. So, so one of the chapters in the book, right, is called Be the One, Ooh. right? So what I encourage everyone to do is stop looking for the one and start focusing on trying to be the one. Yeah. Right? Being the best version of yourself. Coming to the table, you know, uh, on a healing journey. Understanding yourself a little bit better. Being 100% authentic. You know, if you got to go to therapy, go to therapy. Whatever it is, start trying to be the one. Mm. Show up to relationships um, close to the best version of yourself. You might not get there, but you at least got to be on the journey. I think if you just do that little part, we solve a lot of issues. Right, because what we like, what we like to do is focus on 
we think our mate should save us. Mm-hmm. Right? We think our mate should be the one to fix us. Right. You know, or to build us or whatever it is. No, mm-hmm. you should just come as a whole person. And your mate should be able to compliment you in certain areas. You see what I mean? So I think that's the number one thing we can do. And look, I'm still on the same journey, just like you, just like anybody else. <laughs> it's trying to be better. I, nothing's perfect about me. I still have to go back and read chapters in my book. I wasn't communicating well today. I, I was defensive. I was this. I was that. So all of us are on the same journey. But the question is, is the person even acknowledging right. that they got to do? You got to want to put in that work, man. That's just some of the realest stuff. And I, and I don't think that a lot of us do that because, as you said, and of course, we we had a conversation before on the other podcast, but it's just like, I don't think people want to put in that work to 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 be better it, because it's so easy to just jump over here right quick, you know, and, and yeah. there's so, so much out there for us, you know, not that the stuff hadn't been out there, but we see so much, that, you know, with the internet, it's just easy. It's so easy to just say like, well, hey, I can go talk to this person, or I can go do this right here, man. It's it's, it's bananas. <laughs> but well, see, here's the thing: I always say this, right? Relationships have a way of exposing all of the broken pieces, of you, mm. right? And we are scared of them pieces, right? <laughs> and so, a lot of times, by the time someone is pushing us to see ourselves, mm-hmm. we run it because right. that's scary, right? But that's where true intimacy really happens mm-hmm. is when you can actually expose yourself, and the other person sees you. Like intimacy, I always say intimacy is into me see. Mm. But we we don't want to let people see us because we are scared of what it might look like. Right, right. You know right, what I mean. Right. And I think that's a big issue right now. Is uh, that's why we get that one formal is so easy. That's why it's so easy to go to somebody else because like oh start over and they they don't see me. They don't know the real me. Women, this women. I said, I don't think you were really paying attention. 
I don't think, I said, why are you so defensive? I said, I don't think you were really listening to what's going on. I said, I said you got to read the book and pay attention and just take it and just have that self-reflection of who you are. And I said, right now, you're being a little difficult right now. And I said, he, he talked about all of that, all that in the book. Ding, ding, ding. ding. <laughs> I'll shoot you right now. <laughs> Indeed. Well, young man, I have one more question for you. I don't yeah. want to keep you too long because you know last time we could have we could have we had a two-parter, we could have had about a 10 parter. But you mm-hmm. know, I just want people to really get this book and understand, man, and, and uh, you know, hit you up and do those things that they need to do to better themselves because I think it will help them out. But uh the last question I have for you is what's the last song you listened to? Ooh, dang, I was listening yesterday. Yo, so yesterday I went back to old old older songs by Marsha Ambrosius. Oh, really? Which one? Um, lose myself. Tracks. <laughs> I was riding, and I was like, "Man, I don't know what triggered me to, to listen to it." Yeah. But lose myself. I was listening to the Marshall Ambrosius riding to, to the barbershop. Man, and, and listen, nice car, also. <laughs> me and my boy talk about that in the SUV all the time. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm over here talking about something, but it's all love. But yeah, man, I, Marshall Ambrosius. And listen, you talk about you went back and listened to some old music. Mm-hmm. And old music is like, I don't know, it's the best love music that there is in the world, man. And, and I'm, listen, and of course, I'm older than you, so I'm talking about even beyond, you know? Yeah. So so what's what's the best time of music for you that you love? Oh, man, 90s R&B. Hands 90s R&B. <laughs> it's my thing. I'm a huge, like, uh, and even early 2000s, but I'm a huge Jack Edge fan. Yeah. Uh, Jack Edge 112, like the groups back then. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> You couldn't tell me and my friends we weren't Jagged Edge. You couldn't tell. <laughs> we could none of us sing, but we thought we were Jagged Edge. Hey man, don't listen. That was some great music, though, man. No doubt, no doubt. I just like to have you know. I, I love music. I'm crazy about music, so I just had to ask those questions. Mm-hmm. So, so please give our watchers and listeners your pertinent information, so they may have the opportunity of acquiring your services and purchasing your book. They really need to do it. Oh, absolutely. First of all, thanks for having me. Yeah, I love, Come, I love on, man. Come on, man. You family, man. Anytime. I appreciate you. Um, so in terms of finding me, the first place I would go follow me on Instagram at exclusive five. That's X-K-L-U-S-I-V-E, the number five. And then you can find me at exclusive thoughts on Facebook. And you can go to exclusive thoughts.com. My YouTube channel's on there. Everything's on there. Let me spell it though. X-K-L-U-S-I-V-E thoughts.com. Exclusive thoughts.com. You can find me anywhere if you go there. That's where I uh, find my own TikTok too. That exclusive thoughts. I'm everywhere. But I always say, if you go to my website, you can find me everywhere. Indeed. So, ladies and gentlemen, you really need to check this young man out. I really wanted to have him on and have a conversation with him again. And just like I said, I could talk to him for way longer than this. But it would behoove you to read his book and go check him out. You see it right there, ladies. Teach me how to love. I just said, ladies. But ladies and gentlemen. Teach me how to love why what you don't know will hurt you by Mr. Choice Pride. It's, it's an unbelievable read. It's not 9,000 pages where you, you, know, you, you, become, you will never become bored with this book. You will enjoy everything. And if you pay attention, you're going to learn something and it's going to benefit your relationship. I like that, man, because it helped me, man. It helped a lot of other people I know, man. So I, I'm glad you're out there speaking the truth and your truth, man. It's love, man. My brother, my brother, my brother. So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, it is yours truly, the Lord. Nelson, that is, from the podcast Live and Live with the Lord on the CMS Network. 
with five. We like that five. Five. Real entertainment. It. Yes, indeed, indeed. And my very special guest. You see that guy? Look at him. I always call my son the young Johnny Hanson, but look at him. Tape line. Look, look, at, the, look at this guy, man. He's on. <laughs> He's on point, man. Mr. Troy Spry, author extraordinaire, man. Thank you for being here, man. I thank really appreciate you. it, man. Thank you, boy. So much, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, man. Be good. Hello, Yeah, I get it. The easy thing to do is to blame everyone else for your failed relationships and failed dating situations. I get it. Here go a few things I want you to think about, though. Do you actually even know what you want? And are you honest with people about what it is that you want? Or are you just out here floating in the wind, collecting bodies and breaking hearts and putting people on the emotional roller coasters with you? Hmm? Do you actually even like yourself? Have you done any real healing work? Or are you just out here looking for validation instead of understanding your value? Are you out here getting prayed on instead of prayed with? I mean, listen, are you the one out here being immature, inconsistent, and emotionally unavailable, and then wondering why things aren't working out? Are you the one out here ignoring all the red flags and sexing everybody you see because you can't control your goddamn hormones? Maybe it's you. Now, excuse my language. Turn it up. You're listening to Live and Loud with the Lord, Nelson, that is.